0: In the footsteps of Jesus, from down under, this is Nick Curita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you again. Today I've got uh, a young person, another guest, with a wonderful name, Pearl. Welcome to the program. Thank you. We are very pleased to have you with us, Pearl, uh, to take a bit of your time, and I need to mention that, that Um, in the last few weeks uh, I've got a few young people coming on board with um, our program from all around Australia because you are part of a ministry Eastward Missions and you are in Adelaide sharing the gospel, the good news with many people in our suburbs. You're going from door to door to share uh, good books and uh, message with people. And Pearl Today I would like first of all to hear from you, if you don't mind, a bit of your background.
1: Yes, so I was born in New South Wales and when I was around three years old, um, my parents and I moved to Western Australia and so we ended up living in the middle of nowhere, just about an hour north of the South Coast, right in the middle of broadacre farms and stuff where they did cropping and things. Yeah, lived there for around eight years and then moved down to one of the larger towns, lived there for a few years. And then, yeah, now I'm back living in New South Wales with my family. And so, yeah, that's about... How, How
0: many siblings?
1: So there's four of us in total. Yes. So four sisters all girls, um, sisters, all good. Yes, all uh, sisters,
0: yes. Mom very happy, eh? <laughs> or maybe <laughs> dad. Dad, <laughs> dad is too. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really good. And um, you are uh, oldest or youngest, or where are you on? Uh?
1: Yes, so I am the oldest, um, and the youngest is a few weeks old.
0: All right, you have yes. a baby in the family. Yes. That's yes. very good. Today I would like to hear uh, a bit of your story. You are a young uh, lady. I really admire the work you do here in uh, Adelaide particularly because I know you are around you know, 20 to 30 young people from all around Australia doing the canvassing in Adelaide. And I'm pretty sure that behind this, there is an experience uh, how you come to know God, come to know Jesus. At this early mm. age, And I would like to hear that story.
1: Well, I was brought up in a Seventh-day Adventist family, mm-hmm. and my parents put in you know, a lot of effort into me and stuff, but I just kind of, you know, I don't know, in a way floated along a bit and just had great fun in life. Didn't really think about anything terribly seriously. Unfortunately, didn't really take even things like obedience to my parents and things very seriously either, until about the age of, I don't know, must have been about 13. No, I must have been just a little bit younger. And I started, I really believe it was God working on my heart. I started seeing my faults and really wanting to reform that. And also around that time, I began to have the desire to, I really wanted to get baptized because, I don't know, I guess I'd started to see that that was, you know, I wanted to make that decision to follow God. There was a few other things that happened around that time as well.
0: Like with any young uh, person, you know, you watch other young people, what they're doing, and you kind of compare yourself with others. But w- when you get to know Jesus and you t- ask those questions, you know, what I'm going to do with my life in regard to mm-hmm. following Jesus, uh, that's a very important uh, uh, question to ask, and particularly a very uh, young uh, age as you mentioned about around you know 12 13 or something like that Mm. Um, and as you contemplated on that how that develop into a, a relationship with God
1: as as a young kid I always kind of thought oh you know I'm never gonna have a testimony I'm always gonna be you know really firm and solid and I'm never gonna stray and I'm never gonna have to come back you know so to speak but I guess my testimony so to speak has been very slow and, and gradual just God over many years God's been working different reforms in my life and just slowly, you know, making differences in my character, in the say for one just simple example, um, I remember when I was little, I'd throw all my clothes under my bed, that's how I cleaned my room up. Um and I'm sure that's pretty common. But around that same time, when I was around 13 years old, I started really putting in an effort to, you know, keep my room tidy and do those kind of things. And, I mean, they might seem really simple, but I think if you keep your things tidy, your brains tidy, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. And and these practical things rub off on spiritual spirituality as well. So I guess I saw the the same thing kind of happening in my character as well. I could see that God was working to change different things in my life and so on. Yeah, so also at that time, there were some other things that happened in my life, and I knew that my tongue had a really good um, way of escaping me all the time. And I said some things to some people that were offensive and caused problems there. And I also did some things that were offensive and that also caused problems and they weren't just little problems they were big problems I won't go into details about that but yeah I guess I really I started thinking you know I really need to begin to control my tongue control my actions not only in my social life but also in my home and you know just in general and I started really praying about that a lot um, few, couple what, a year or so after that, we moved back to New South Wales and I guess I kinda took the attitude that, you know, this is um, this is a, a new area, new people, new friends, new start to life. I'm gonna make a difference here, you know? I'm not gonna be the same as I was. I'm gonna make sure, you know, through through God's strength to control my actions, to control my tongue and so on and god has really helped and really blessed and i can't say they've never gotten away from me again but god's definitely uh, just looking back over the years i can see the way that god has changed my life and my different characteristics and and so on like through through that time
0: that's good um, Pearl to share that and I'm, I know that sometime we hesitate to really share uh, some of the stuff we're going through because we're thinking how that will come across with the people which we share and in this case with all our listeners but um, what I really appreciate from uh, what you're saying so far that you were willing to uh, to make a change in your life even though sometimes it's hard to change when you are around the same people, you know, because mm-hmm. you're thinking, uh, people may think you are a um, you know, hypocrite or you say one thing, do another thing. <laughs> but it's so nice, and w- how you put it, God gives us opportunities. God gives us uh, another chance, you know, to to have a beginning. Uh, and that happened in the Bible with uh, his children uh, when uh, they were rebellious at some point, but God uh, took Sometimes they mean slavery, sometimes teach in different ways that they may come to their senses. Yeah, look, I think um, we'll take a short break right now. We'll uh, have a a piece of music and we'll come back just to hear a little bit more from uh, Pearl and her walk with Jesus. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. This is In the Footsteps of Jesus. If you
1: but trust in God to guide you and place your God.
0: Welcome back. That was a wonderful song. If you trust in God, He will guide you. This is in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. My guest today is a young person by the name of Pearl. Let's hear a little bit more about her story.
1: Another area that I could see God working on my life in is that After a while, I began to have a desire to work for God and work for others. I started helping out an elderly lady when she was having some challenging times. I would, you know, do housework and stuff for her just to help her out a bit. And also, I found I really enjoyed the canvassing work, you know, going from door to door, sharing these books about God with other people. And to jump down to now, um, I'm now in Adelaide with a team of young people with similar desires as myself, um, going from door to door, sharing books like Steps of Christ and Ministry of Healing and Great Controversy and books that I've really enjoyed reading myself. And we just find that really Exciting to be able to get out there and be practically doing God's work. So yeah. I guess I'd like to share now one or two of my experiences that I've had on the doors. There was this one particular day where it was it was really hot and I mean it wasn't so hot that I was feeling absolutely wretched um but it was hot enough (laughs) and I walked up to this house and I saw someone was in the garage young man on his motorbike you know starting his dirt bike and stuff so I thought you know I should go and chat to him I thought oh no I'll I'll let him be I hate interrupting people I'll let him be I'll. I just waved and kept on walking to the door intending to knock on the door and he called out and he said son I can't didn't hear fully what he said. He said something like, "Don't knock on the door" or something. And so I went back, and I, as I was walking up, he said to me, "So are you Jehovah's Witness or something?" Ah, uh, I said, "No, no, we're actually personally Seventh-day Adventist Christians. Have you heard of us before?" But he said, oh, okay, no, that's all right." I had some Jehovah's Witnesses come around earlier this morning. Yeah, that that was a bit interesting because, you know, usually when there have been Look, they're very dedicated people, and I really admire them. But when they've been through the someone else has been through the territory before it it can make it challenging to be able to sell anything but anyway, I just kept going and yeah, I showed him the cookbook, which is a book that we use as the entering wedge it's a dairy free meat free cookbook with gluten free alternatives and things in it and yeah, so he was interested in that, but of course, as lots of people say, oh yeah, no, we're already into health and and stuff, and yeah, I just chatted briefly about health and how it's important, you know, when you get older, it pays to be healthy, and he said, yeah, yeah, and no, I definitely totally agree with you, and then he was asking me a lot about what our church believes, and just asking. You know, he pretty much asked me what what are the different doctrines that your church believes, and so I'm thinking, okay, I've got not a clue what this who this guy is, what he knows. So I thought oh, the best place to start, you know, I'm praying right right here. You know, what what do I say here? So I thought the best place to start, most likely, is to tell some of the major differences between our church and other churches. So I just said, oh yeah, you know. Well, we worship on the seventh day instead of Sunday. And I briefly touched on the eight laws of health. I said, you know, we believe um in having just, you know, simple simple things like sunshine, fresh air, water, good nutrition and so on. And yeah, he was interested and he kept kind of prodding me for for more, you know, more different what what out more about what our church believed, and he invited me in under the carport there because it was really hot the sun was pouring down on us and I was you know praying about it and asking God you know what should I say and I said to him you know I I thought I'm just gonna be really blunt because he, he obviously wanted to know what we believed And I said, I'm just going to be really straight with you and I'll just tell you, you know, what we believe. And he said, yeah, yeah, no, I like that. I like it when people are straight. And so I proceeded to tell him the great controversy story right from the very start, before the world began, to the very end. um, And I included the plan of redemption and things in it. And the whole way through he was he was very interested in. here he was saying that oh yeah no his his one of his mate his mates has been talking to him about things like that and telling him things very similar to that and basically telling him that there's no middle ground you've got to either choose for the right or choose for the bad but yeah what I found really amazing was that he was just saying wow that sounds like what my mate's been telling me about I was able to he he didn't have any money on him so I left him with the steps to christ and I thought I'd really like to leave him with the great controversy as well because that talks all about what I was just telling him and you know I probably very well may not have told it in the best way and i thought i just wanted to leave him with something that is solid it's not going to escape from his memory in the next year or so he'll always have it there
0: mm. and um, i just just to interrupt you a little bit here yeah, mm-hmm. just to clarify the thing uh, when you go uh, with the books to sell the books or sometimes you just ask for a donation uh, it's like whatever you you may recommend, uh, a recommended donation or something like that, and people can uh, donate or uh, buy the book with a real price or whatever it is. Yeah, so just yeah. to to let our listeners know that uh, uh, most important is that you want them to have something uh, to make a, an impact in their lives.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, one thing that I I can say I'm a bit big on when it comes to that is that I'm not in it for the money. I'm not in it for getting the books out, getting the numbers up, so to speak. I don't care to give away a book here and there, you Mm -hmm. know, because this is working for people. Mm -hmm. We are trying to help people here, um, not selling books for ourselves, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Even
0: even though selling the books, that means that uh, provides for you to to reprint, it you does. know, and yeah. that's that's the whole the whole concept of not to make a, necessarily make uh, an income because you are actually putting your time here for a period of few weeks, you know, during mm. the holiday, you're giving your time actually. You you don't expect to earn a living, but you want to get some finances to be able to print more books, to be able to reach out to some other people.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and. You do definitely need to be um, financially viable. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, in this case, the way we do it is we have the books and we give a recommended donation price. So cookbook, because we're not... (laughs) Our leaders often say to us, we're not here (laughs) to sell cookbooks. That's not what we're doing it for. We're here to to get the message out. Mm -hmm. So... The cookbook will accept a donation from 20 upwards mm-hmm. w- with the message books. I mean, it depends on how interested the person is. You really have to gauge. To uh, judge,
0: yeah to, yeah, to judge on the spot, to say something. Yeah. So, but generally,
1: th- if if it's just a quick transaction, we'll say, you know, $10, mm. $10 a book, and mm. um,
0: but uh, just to come back to the, uh, because our time is uh, coming to rapidly to a close now. And um, yeah, you have a good chat with that gentleman. Mm. And you thought of um, how could you be helpful to to him because you wouldn't be able to stay there and spend the rest of the afternoon or the day, Uh, Mm. but to leave him with something which he can treasure, which he can Mm. come back on. And you left a book, a very important book. Uh, And by the way, again, I would like to mention to our listeners that if you are uh, interested in uh, some of the books which were already mentioned, mentioned to the program, please contact us, and we'll be very happy to assist you with some of those books uh, yeah Pearl, I would love to have um, more time and to share some other mm-hmm. stories you know which uh, you encountered as you you went from door to door, but uh, for now, probably this is it uh, this is our uh, our time now um, and I would like to thank you very much for uh, Uh, being so courageous to come uh, with us on the radio and share a little bit of your uh, story. I know you are a young person and you'll uh, just grow and grow in your experience with God. Uh, uh, You'll develop uh, a closer relationship with our God and I wish you all the best. I wish you God's blessings uh, to be able to keep going forward, never to turn back never to regret uh, things which you already learned that mm. improved uh, your life do you have any anything to say to our listeners a word of encouragement or
1: yes yeah, so i guess to to sum it up many points in my life i often you know looked at, at things and i just went oh mate, you know this is hopeless what what am i in for here but i know that all all through my life though it's short it has been short so far um God has been there at every step of the way whether I realized it or not and I guess that's something that's always important to remember that we can always rely on God to be there for us and to help us though we're deficient though we're weak yeah just in in everything of life in everything in life you know whether you're at home whether you're at work whether you're say on the doors canvassing
0: God will be with you with us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks uh, Pearl for uh, for the, those words of uh, encouragement. May God bless you again and uh, to our listeners. Until next time, please don't forget keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.